Hi, Janet. Hey, Giselle. Welcome to our first podcast. So excited. We've been wanting to do this for a really long time. So today we're going to talk about how we met because I think it's important for our listeners to kind of get a history about us. Our love story. Our love story. My soulmate. Yes. Yes, you could have soulmates that are not your your partner. partner. Yeah. Yeah. Your friends could be your soulmate. Absolutely. So I met Janet how many years ago now? Um, Over 20, we said 20-something, right? Yeah, I think it's her 20-year anniversary. It's been a long time. 2003. Yeah. So we met when we were in our 20s at this corporate interior design firm. and I, oh, Which was one of the largest design firms in South Florida at that time. Yes. That's where we really learned everything about interior design at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I call it, it was our boot camp. Boot camp. <laughs> you took the you took the words right out of my mouth. Oh my gosh. I mean, it was it was insane. It was another it was, yeah. another time, another I, way of working. Totally. I was fresh out of design school, so I was, you know, getting my feet wet, started from the bottom, like doing, you know, all the paperwork and you know, all the just minutia of design the business side of design so you started as a coordinator right yeah so did I I you were already there though I was so I started with that company when I was 21 I had just gotten married before my first marriage first first go around and um, I didn't know what I wanted to do and I was introduced to interior design through this company working as a coordinator doing purchase orders invoices um, keeping the interior designer in line that's what they would tell us right yeah that we had to kind of keep them in check right which was the core really of a project was you know all the back end you know the ordering the you know just the implementation it's not just coming up with the design but like what happens? How do you execute that? So that was like we were part of the execution of it. So this is like 2003 when we had met. And just to give our audience an idea of what the work environment was back then is if you came on time, you were considered coming in late. If you left on time, you were leaving early. So our work hours were insane. I remember working till midnight. Coming Saturdays, Saturdays um, coming in super early, eating was, lunch, you know, there at barely. I mean, I don't eat lunch now either. But yeah, but still. no, they catered. The, one of the nice yes. things is they catered our lunch, mm-hmm. but that's because they wanted to keep us indoors, right. so we wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't leave anywhere. It's a very different work environment than what it's it now. Is now. Yeah, and what um, our expectations. There was no mental health breaks. No, absolutely not. But during that process, when we both worked there, we got to do coordination. We got to do all the back end of the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fast forward to today, um, I've been in business for BNG with Brett for what seventeen years now. Yeah, I've been working with him uh, twenty two years. Yeah, and I've been working in this field for twenty eight. It's insane how yeah. time flies. And you yeah. have been working how long? 20 now in, in my career, but then seven years with my own business. With JPIB. With JPIB. 
and we also worked together. So we worked together at Fine, and then we worked together when you went off. You on and Brett went off to start BNG. So we wanted to go off on our own for many reasons. Now, I had been working with that company for a really long time. Yeah. And we opened up BNG in 2006. And part of the motivation of doing that is I was going through my divorce. I had two little kids. Uh, I had no idea about what work balance was being a mom. We were going into a recession. We're going into a recession. So the business was, the, the whole business was changing. It was going it was. really, you know, it was pivoting. Um, our clients didn't want to be told where to purchase things. Like the, that company wanted us only, remember, to buy from only North Carolina companies. Yeah. They didn't want us to do so many custom built-ins or anything like that. And our clients weren't like that. They Not weren't. only that, you know what, too? Mm. Google happened around yeah. that time. Yep. So remember, our clients were becoming more savvy. Yep. And they were realizing, wait a second, this is costing this. I'm searching it, the yeah. same piece of furniture. You're selling it for this. So that whole shift really, you know, created the, okay, this is time to make a move. Well, and also... For me, that environment became very toxic. Yeah. Being with it's cutthroat. It was cutthroat. There was a lot of women there. They were really I mean, back then we didn't use the word bullying. Yeah. But I was now looking back, I was totally bullied. Yeah. And you were a witness to that. That was crazy. You were a witness to that. I think the more successful Brett and I became within that corporate company, the the harder it became for me being so young. Yeah. And I guess starting getting a little bit of, I don't know, what do you call it, being noticed about our work right. and kind of standing out. And it became yeah. very difficult. And I remember thinking, I don't want to be that woman. Right. It was all right. I mean, yeah. design is already very competitive, but that was yeah. another level. It was another level. That was like a bullying. Kind of haterish. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just be happy for another designer that's doing well, that's getting accolades, that's getting noticed for their work. you got to, like, hate them for it. I think I was you know? so young, and it was easy to look at somebody <clears throat> that is cute, you know, that is successful, and right. to actually be happy for them. And they thought that I had some kind of shortcut or a leg up on everybody. Right. They didn't realize I'd been working since I was 21. I did my time. Right. And while I was working full-time, at this corporate company, very corporate setting, I would go at night for, I did that for three and a half years to the Art Institute and yeah. go to school at night from six to 11 o'clock. I was doing that too. You did that as well, yeah. Was like it was insane. Yeah. So the, I didn't, we didn't have a life for years. Yeah. It was yeah. just really a hard thing, but that. But I was young, I didn't need to sleep. It was okay. Well, but I was. I did it like a champ. But I was married. So I was trying to balance oh, yeah. being a good wife, you know, being kind of that best of everything kind of Virgo mentality. And it was a, it definitely took its toll. Opening up B&G gave me the flexibility to now feel that I could be more involved with the kids' lives because with having those hours were insane. And How old were your kids when, when you opened B&G? Four, five, six, something like that. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah. you still had to pick them up from school and stuff. Yeah. You don't remember me running off at 2.30 to yeah. go pick them up, drop them off at and school? And be like, bitch, we're in the middle of we're, something. We're like, in the we middle. of work. <laughs> I have to say, Brett was really amazing at, like, taking over when I needed to go be a mom. That whole concept of it takes a village. Yeah. It really did take a village to raise my kids and be a business owner and a businesswoman and trying to figure out what that looked like. And I wanted it to be different than what we came from. Right. Yeah. Our moms were working full time. We never saw them. Exactly. Exactly. And you and I had the same situation where we were really raised by our mothers. Single moms. Single moms. Actually, yeah, our backgrounds are very similar. Yeah. 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 All the daddy issues we have. The daddy issues. You know, single mom, older brother, you had two siblings. So yes. Yeah. You're a middle child. Middle so child. So you had your own set of shit. Well, and, that, and then now we, my mom ended up having another child when when I was right. 19. Yeah. So I have a, a younger sister, yeah. too. So there's right. four of us. But going through that whole process, yeah. I think the one of the biggest reasons we decided to do this podcast was because of all the struggles we went through. We right. wish we had a Janet or a Giselle right. or somebody like what the friendship that we build, you know, the, to be unfiltered, unapologetic about what we need do to be good Make to each our, other better. Yeah. People, be, you know, and all the recommendations we always we share. share. We always share always, everything. everything. Always share from like, cellulite treatment to like relationship advice to relationships to shopping I mean everything to aging gracefully and we've done our fair share of mistakes with that whole process too you know having that kind of pressure right but I think what we really want to bring to the table in these podcasts is some of the people that helped us and continue to help us through our journey um when you opened up your business, you had a coach, right? Yeah, that's the first money I spent. I didn't pay myself the first two years. I said, you know what? Mistakes are more expensive than what I'm, you know, I mean, a business coach. It wasn't cheap, you know, but I'm like, I'd rather spend my profit than spend it, you know, on a coach that's going to make me more profitable than spending that fixing mistakes. Exactly. And not charging enough. And, you know, undervaluing myself. So it was more, it was like coaching for mindset, but really building my business financially. Like, you know, charging what you're worth. I mean, a lot of like, you know, designers starting off, like, how do I even charge? What do I charge? Like, what is it, you know, like this designer's charging this or that, the other. You have to like, you know, really value yourself and say, okay, I have X amount of experience. I have this much to bring to the table. I have this talent. I have so much to offer. This is what I'm worth, you know? And I needed that because I was starting this little baby off by myself. I'm like, oh my God, it wasn't like, where do I even start, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. You're reminding me about one of the one of the first things that we started doing when we opened up B&G. We started doing research about marketing and branding. Yeah. Yeah. I had no clue about marketing and branding um, and what we needed to do, but I was all about hiding actually what I look like. I wanted to be kind of behind the scenes because 
it was, I feel like I was kind of like um, treated badly because I was so young yeah. and working. And it's so crazy that it took somebody, you know, from a magazine to say, hey, you and Brett are good looking people. Right. You really should put the picture of yourself on your ads. And I was like, no, that's so tough. I remember you that. You remember that? I remember that. And I remember was, your first photo shoot because you you've had like a gazillion after a that. A gazillion. The and, first one. Yeah. And what that taught me was the power of branding. And Absolutely. the moment Brett and I put our photos, we were a brand versus just an interior design company. Yeah. And I mean, times have changed and that we got social media yeah. and which I love because I think right. it gives us the power of how we want to be seen. You have to put yourself out there Exactly. Now. Like there's no if, it's you have to, you have to. And I think that <laughs> seeing a lot of the, the interior designers, the ones who continue to be successful, you know, that came off from that corporate company and the ones that kind of got off the grid, the thing that I learned from that is we have to continue to learn and evolve. Our business is constantly changing. So I think in these podcasts, as much as we're going to be sharing kind of our secret sauce for our business and as women, Latin women, right? you know, Latin women in Miami, because let's not kid ourselves. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I think there's around the country, there's not that much competition. Exactly. Or how we physically present ourselves, how we age. I mean, Miami is is a different kind of animal, like kind of like kind of California is in New York. And we all all have, yeah, all these major cities have, I think, kind of its own dynamic. Um, But part of what what we're going to be sharing, too, is like we're going to be bringing these experts to help us learn along the way as well and continue to evolve. And what's the best things for our companies, for us individually, and how that can look very different to you versus me. Sure. What what I considered success could be different than what you consider success. You know, for me, success has changed throughout the years. What does that really mean? Right. What does that really look like? Yeah. Exactly. For me, success now is all about peace, happiness. It's just for me, it's evolving. Yeah. It's evolving. You know, it's like you just continue it's okay to go to your next stage in life you know what I mean and your next phase and your next goal and it just keeps going you don't ever will you ever reach the ultimate goal do you think no or are you going to keep building higher and higher I think yourself I think we're always going to be building this is the kind both that's the big thing that we do have in common is that the more we've gotten to knowing ourselves and continue to know ourselves the more powerful we feel in our own skin. Sure. And I've seen your evolution. You've seen my evolution. And it's been such a, a, an amazing journey and a freaking, like Brett always says, he's like, I'm hanging on for the ride. Giddy up, giddy up. You know, it's, it's been that kind of a ride, but I I wouldn't have it any other way because I think the lows help you appreciate the highs and now we have, I have so many other businesses going on other than BNG. Um, and what I've learned is as much as I love doing so much things with Brett and my partner, I also have embraced and gone full circle from my relationship with women, yeah. from being bullied 
you know. And not trusting them. And not trusting and feeling like, oh my God, to now going full circle and coming across amazing women that empower me, who continue to teach me that are rooting for each other because they know that we're not each other's competition. You're only competing with yourself. Exactly. You're your worst competition. And interior design, really? what I always say it, with interior design, when you're meeting a client, the interview goes both ways. Absolutely. I'm, I'm in, at, at this stage of the game, I'm interviewing them as much as they're interviewing me. And it's not a cocky thing that I'm saying. I'm not, it's not because of anything, but what I've learned throughout the time, throughout all my years of, of working with people, if if you have that intuition that the client, you're not going to be able to help the client. They won't let you help them. Right. Then it's not the right client for me or for you. Right. I think we have that same kind of mindset. We want clients that allow us to help them. Right. And not only that, you have to vibe. Together. You have to have a good you know connection. What I mean? You have to vibe. This is like it's like going into a relationship. Like it is. we're gonna be married. We're gonna get divorced at the end or separate at the end. But this is a marriage, a partnership we're going into right now. Your Absolutely. project. And you know, there's gonna be high lows, highs, you know, because you know how a project goes, you know, things you know, sometimes get a little crazy and then they, they're beautiful, you know, at yeah. the end. And so you have to be on that same like kind of like vibe as your client and they have to respect you, which is I think number one. Trust you. Absolutely. Trust and respect is, is number one for you know client and, and designer relationship. Then once you feel that that person, you know, then you can say, okay, we're we can work together. You know, I said no to clients. I've turned down projects even like when I needed them the most. Yeah, because I just know for me, my sanity is is priceless. It's worth more than I would make on this project. So it's okay if we're not. I'm not the right designer for you, you know. And and they may feel the same way about me, and that's totally fine. I mean, I so, refer I've referred clients to yeah, to, to other designers to, to, to that you that to other designer that because, doesn't work out for you. Exactly. You know? I think yeah. I think as as women as People in the interior design field, we need to support each other. We yeah. need to warn each other when you got that crazy trade taking everybody's money and running away with it. We need to like protect right. ourselves. Totally. And, I, and I'm on different chats with different groups of designers where I'm like, hey, this trade is really good. Yeah. Use this trade. Recommend each other. Recommend us Or be careful. This one is, is hurting us. And yeah. I don't want them to go through the same experience. And I think it's so important to have that sense of community and a sense of like clear understanding that there there are people like us that that are out there that are wanting to share to, that we're out there mentoring people that we don't want yeah. them to be treated or to have the same experience that we did that we want to have a sense of community, community. Yeah. yeah community that's very important i have my faves like my, you know, the trades and I love, you know, meeting new ones. And like, once you find one, it's like, <gasps> like, you know, you're mine, yeah. you know, same, but same. you want them to do well. You want to share them, but then you're like, you know, I want to hoard you. you yeah. Know? Exactly. Like so awesome. You know, exactly. but it's like really important to have a good team. It's so important now. 
um, to have a good team behind you because they just you make each other better and they're an extension of what you want to build in your business you know the contractors your staff I mean it's so important it's like a family you know yeah. I think there's so many moving parts in what we do the marketing yeah. the branding yeah you know you have your staff and the dynamic between your with your staff as yeah. well which yeah. is that's a whole like right. episode yeah. on its on its, on own, its own. Yeah, just talking about the dynamic. The team yeah, the building team. a team, a strong team. You know, like every player like plays such an important role, and <clears throat> how it really takes a good team that vibe well together. Yeah, that complement each other well to make Definitely. these projects come to life, and also for us to have the quality of life. Every day I want to come into my office and I want to smile. Right. Because the, the, I want it to smell good. Oh, I want yeah. to hear the music. Exactly. You know? Right. You know, it's yeah. setting up that. You know, we work so hard, designers. I'm always on. Like, I told, I tell you, my best ideas come in the shower. I, yeah. And I'm not even kidding you. Like, that's like the only time I have to like, wait a minute. And I start, that's when I start blasting calls to like. My project manager, or you, or like, you know, my God, or, you know, I have to do this, or starting, I get on notes, like, right after my shower, and I start just putting everything that I came to my head. But we're always on, whether we're on vacation, sleeping, I mean, all day, weekends. It's like, I think that's no part, days off. I think that's part of being a business owner. Yeah. Is understanding, like, you know, everybody wants to be a business owner, right. I think. But, yeah, not everybody is ready or prepared for this responsibility that entails a lot. The financial responsibility, the emotional, you know, uh, what it takes on you, being sure. able to set up boundaries, you know. it's There's so many yeah. moving parts that it takes an amazing team that you have to curate yeah. that meshes well with you. I yeah. mean, that's part of, I think, the tips that we want to share yeah. is how we've navigated and continue to navigate through that. I mean, there's still days that I'm like, it was so much easier working for someone else. I'm the toughest boss I've ever had. Of course. Oh my God, hands down. Of course. <laughs> you know? And like, there's times that I'm like, why am I doing this again? <laughs> I question it. But, you know, just, I know that I'm where I'm supposed to be. And that feels so good. It is. You know, Do you have any regrets not opening up your business sooner? No, because I trust in divine timing. I know that that's when I was ready. You know, I was ready at that moment. I think I had to go through, you know, everything that I went through to, to be at that place where I'm like, you know what, I'm, let's do this. So you, know? you, you worked for, for a closet company also for a while. Yeah, so after B&G... I felt like I, I was already going towards the idea of starting my own thing, but I didn't have the confidence to be in front of clients. Like, I remember with B&G, like, Brett would, like, own the room, you know, at presentations, and I'd be sitting on them, and you'd be there, too, but you'd just be like, yeah. he would, like, you know, take over, and oh, he would, like, yeah. own the room. And I wanted to, like, learn that, because as women, we're not, like... We, we're not raised to be the loudest voice in the room or have the most opinions or, you know, come off so confident. We're always like trying to kind of like hide or minimize ourselves a little bit. Mm -hmm. 
right? You know what that is. Well, you know? yeah. So yeah. I felt like I needed to tap into business mode, sales mode, because design is sales too. A Absolutely. lot of sales. I, I say that to all our staff. Totally. All the time. I'm like, you could have the most great idea, but how are you going to sell it? Right. How are you going to convince this person to spend this amount of money because this is the right thing to do? Yep. I do that every day now. Yeah. You know? And that, I think working in that closet company. Right. You California become- closets. It was like, for me, it was, that experience was everything that I needed because I was on commission only. I had no, no sales experience when I started. It was design and sales. Okay. So I was designing and who doesn't love a beautiful closet, right? right. So for me, I was like, oh, this is cute. And it's a great company too. It was very corporate. Um, but talk about hustle. Oof. I was driving all over Miami from like the Keys to Aventura. I mean, like, and so they had like a bunch of designers. Some of them were, I mean, most of them were great. And I was going, seeing like three, four leads a day, new clients, first of all, measuring. So I'm like, my measurements, girl, are on point. Like, I never measure wrong. Why? Because, you know, you're measuring these like tight spaces and you're going in there and you're, then you're talking to them. You're asking them what their needs are. They're, you're, you know, trying to build a rapport. Like this is, I did this every single day for six years. So you got, and I was like one of the top. I ended up going from zero sales experience to like, I was like, had the the highest, one of the highest closing ratios. Wow. And I felt great. It was commission only, like I said. So I only got paid if I sold, if I closed the deal. Talk about pressure. It's kind of like real estate. You but know? it got you ready for having your own business. Because Absolutely. Unless we work and bring home the bacon, you know, there's no paying your staff. There's no paying your your lease in your, you know, office right. space. There's, there's none of that. There's yeah. health insurance, everything that else. That comes along, but that prepared you to have your own business. Yeah. Also being very responsible with your finances too. Exactly. Because if you're not, you know, got to go, you got to work, you got to close these deals, you got to make this like commission once a month. And then, you know, you control your spending, you know, and that's when, when I started my business, I was like, forget paying myself. Like that wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking about what would my salary be? I like, I just, I was like, as long as I'm making enough to pay what my expenses are, you know, like the rest is going back into my business because I need to pay for a nice website, photography, which is very expensive. You know, my coach, like all those things, you know, software programs, all these things. Yeah. So yeah, it was, but it was, it was a great, I, I so glad I did that the sales part because gosh like and it just made me confident now I don't get nervous when I speak to a new client or prospective client I'm like I tell them how it is like this project what is going to cost you something like x amount I'm for me it's easy to spit out those numbers like this is a half a million dollar job or this is a five million dollar job or this is like you know and 150 for your kitchen and they're like well I only have 20 to spend well you know what, you need to save. Wait until you have that. Because if you're going to, you know, you have to do it right. If you're going to do it, do it right. So you got all that that knowledge through experience. 
Yeah. I think part of what I, I'm going through right now is these students come out of college with, I, I think, a certain amount of expectation. Yeah. And what, what I think, you know, you could go out of college to learn maybe the skill set that you need to actually practice, but where the real learning happens is on the field. It's yeah. in the field. Yeah. And part of what I think has made both of our careers so strong is the fact that I feel like we've done every job that yeah. we ask our staff to do. We've yeah. done coordination. We've done project we manage. Get, we've gotten we've, dirty. We've gotten dirty. Oof. It is not a glamorous oh my job. God. Yeah, it's not glamorous whatsoever. It, 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 the pictures might look glamorous, but... Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean... I mean... <laughs> we're, we're freaking cleaning, cleaning oh. people's homes when we're doing these deliveries. I mean, I, 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 I'm so impatient that I'm like with a with a knife opening up all the boxes, helping the delivery yeah, guys, no. because I'm like, we'll be there forever in a day. We're going to be forever yeah. and we have to accessorize and everything. Yeah. So I think learning all those steps along the way and having experience along the way was what has made us such strong business women. Yeah. I feel because we, we understand what each position, yeah. what it entails. Yeah. And then we're able to really, speak to our staff and be empathetic about what they're going through and help them maneuver the process and train them as well. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think that's such, I think everybody's looking for a shortcut and there, there are no shortcuts. I think in order to be good at what we do, yes, I think there's specialties like, you know, Brett specializes in more of, you know, certain things about the, the work, load right. and I specialize in other things yeah you know that whole divide and conquer thing really works for us yeah um, but it's definitely been a journey from working with him from my 20s to, to now, now my 40s it has definitely evolved it went from being his starting off as his design assistant to eventually his equal his equal his partner yeah. and then being, yeah. being a married couple that's a different kind of evolution Versus you, you've kind of been doing it on your own. Um, I think having a husband that supports you, yeah. you've had that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, definitely a salary that's not mixed. You I know? mean, like... All our eggs are in one basket. Yours kind of it yeah. help, helps to not have all your eggs in one basket. Absolutely. I, I always say if it wasn't, like, tell my husband. Like, I owe it to you, like, starting my business the yeah. time that I did because... We got married. I was 39 years old. Um, I waited because I wanted to be, I wanted to have, you know, everything in due time, right? Plus, I was having fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a whole nother episode. My single life was fun. <laughs> Janet taught me how to be single for the short period of in between husbands. You were the one who taught me how to be single. Aw. It was so much. I don't know if that's good or bad. No, it was so much fun. It was very. I had the best laughs. Very, edu very educational on how to be single. Oh my god! Successfully single though. Successfully single. Yes. So, um, you know, and we, you know, like in my head. So, what do you do next? Like, what's next? Right? You get married. You're finally everything like is stabilizing in your life. Do I have a baby? Do I have or do I start my business finally? 
and it was just kind of like in my head like what do I do do I start a family or do I do this that I've always wanted or do you know do I, do I go this way which is really not actually something that I mean I didn't feel to my soul like I did becoming a designer like yeah. being a designer and having my business was more like connected to my soul than being a mom so I said you know what let's do this I'm ready and I started my business while I was with California closets like little by little like at the end towards the end I think so you, I was doing both I think so you kind of have to you kind of have to do that at the beginning because it's like you need the funds to no, be I, able exactly to be able to open up your own right. business and to be able to get that up and running you kind of have to do both for a yeah. while and there is no sure. vacation. There is no downtime when you're hustling that hard. And he was super supportive. You know, he's that is like, so "Babe, important. I'm here for you. Like, do your thing. Like, kill it. You're, you know, you're so. It's it's your time." I never had kids with Brett, even though Brett helped me bring up our boys. You know, from my prior marriage, which they're his. I mean, he's brought them up since yeah. they were so little. But I, I always say that B&G was like our baby. Yeah. And then the little babies are all the projects that we've, we've designed together, that we've created together. Aww, they're, they're like so the cute. little babies. So I think that... That's a lot of babies. That's a lot. That's a lot I, <laughs> I can't even tell you how many babies we've had, but we've plopped throughout <laughs> our... Gosh. Shit, how many projects have you guys worked on collect, like, together... Forget the other firm, B and G. I don't even know. You have to come. You have to figure. I, out I don't know because it would be interesting to see. I say there's times that we've done like a year. We've had twenty two jobs going at the same time. Seventeen. I mean, we've had. You know, it depends on the year and and the economy. Through, right. And yeah. Where we're at. That's another thing. You know, starting your business, going in. You know, our business, there's a lot of, like, ebbs and flows. Yeah. You know, yeah. you'll have a great banging year, and then the next year will be, like, you know, because we're a luxury. Yeah. We're, we're dispensable. We're, we're dispensable. You know, people, you know, want to, like, save a little bit of money. Okay, maybe we don't need a designer. Maybe we do it ourselves, or maybe our contractor helps us with it. Exactly. You know, we cut, them out, cut that out. Yeah. You know, so you always have to prepare yourself for that. Just that in because yeah well that's why i have um besides b&g a couple side hustles going on too because mm -hmm. i think we always have to think of our future and as designers it's neither it's either coming up with our own line of furniture coming up with yeah, licensing i think people books yeah uh god there's so many different realms and and as we continue to evolve in the business, it's like, what does that look like? Yeah. And what I've learned throughout the years, you know, I thought I had such a, a plan in my 20s of how I thought my life was going to look like. But, you know, you plan and, God, you know, God laughs. But, and like, I, but the best things that happened to me were unexpected. So, and, and including one of our, our next, you know, business things that we're doing you know yeah and that's yeah business ventures is doing that and now doing our podcast as well I think it's always so good to find other ways 
Yeah. It's all in, always in the creative field. Right. But I think as creative people, we need different outlets. Absolutely. This is fun because this is kind of like, it's a hobby. It's something we're doing for fun. We are. But obviously we get to share. I mean, look, we always wanted to do something, the two of us. Remember that was the joke? Yeah. <laughs> when we were with B and, when I was with B and G, it was like, G and J, B and G. Yeah, or exactly. I think and we've, we've always be like, hell no, <laughs> like you're not adding a J to this. <laughs> Which is crazy because that was the mentality back then. And I have very few regrets because I think life is about the, the mistakes, the so-called mistakes. Because I call them so-called mistakes because I think it's just a process of learning. But one of the things that I, I do regret is having that kind of mentality at the beginning, you know, it was always being cheap, being cheap, being cheap, and you know, you want to build your own it. And now you, you feel that sense of pride when you see your name on, on the door and having your yeah. own office. But one of the things that I would do differently is I think interior design firms, when we find somebody that meshes really well, we should be like architectural design firms where it's like, Last name, last name, and last name. Oh, like attorney firm. Yeah, like, like yeah, attorney law firms. firms. Law firms. Yeah. I think that if I could go back, I probably would have done that with you because I, I, you know, after you left, I realized more the value yeah. that you brought to the table, yeah. even though I'm so happy you have your own thing on your own. Right. But I think it's important to tell the people you love, yeah. hey, you know, I value you. Right. You were an amazing not you're a, a rock star. Yeah, you're a rock star, and you've brought a lot to the table. And I never found anybody else like you in all the years that I, I love when you say that. I do, I do. <laughs> um, and I, I think that don't cry. I know. I see your I eyes know. getting watery. Well, you know, there's very few people I think in our lives that touch you, and working in a field that is so stressful. I mean, it's beautiful. We love yeah, it. We're yeah. so passionate about it. But to find those connections that you have with, with people, I don't take it for granted. And they're, they're few and far between. Right. Because I think I've been so guarded because of my different experiences that I've only let a few people in. And the ones that, that you do let in and that you have a connection with and you value, I think it's really important to say, hey, I value you. I love Absolutely. you. You know, right. I should have treated you better. I should have done it. I could have done it better, you know, and, and not to make any excuses. And Hey, we went through a couple of years. We didn't see each other and I wasn't. Yeah. Actually, we went through a breakup. We went, we had a girl breakup. We had a, a breakup. Yeah. And, um, what's interesting from our relationship, so you're like my ex, my, yeah, my ex <laughs> yeah. that came back, that came, that came back. But through that evolution, yeah, through that process, it did teach me to, number one, we never fought. I don't think we ever argued. We never, yeah, we never fought. But that wasn't good either. We should have fought. We should have argued. Because if anything, we always told each other, like, how it was. Like, we were always real with each other. Yeah. That was the one thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We were. We were. Like, but I would tell you when you were wrong, you know, or, like, like, if I didn't agree with something and you would call me out, too. That's so important. Like just yeah, but we until this day we we do it even more. <laughs> but what I learned from that experience, from our breakup, was that I needed you know 
I needed to learn how to argue um, in a healthy way. And I didn't know what that looked like at the time because I came, you know, as Latin people were very hot and fiery. I only knew super loving or fucking crazy. You know, I didn't know how to like, express myself or my feelings. There was no balance. Whatsoever. Right. There was no balance. I hadn't learned at that point how to share my my feelings in a way where I didn't think it was going to hurt you. Or in a way that I thought it was going to, it wasn't going to end up in a, you know, in a, something that was going to be destructive, but instead we broke up, you know, and some of the things that were really painful to me is to then find out you got married and I wasn't there at your wedding. So Janet, she, no, but that hurt me as much as it hurt you. Like I felt like I, you had to be. Like, I, there's, like, something, I tell you this Yeah, all you the have, time. you have. You know, like, I wanted you there by my side. But yeah. at that point, it wasn't, like, the timing was off, yeah. you know? But it's okay. I have you here now. Yeah, we reconnected, and I think we're stronger than ever. But I think it's important totally. to share our story because, you know, I think when people see pretty pictures, you know, because social media is so that way, we only want to uh, share the pretty part. I think it's important to share the part that isn't so pretty that yeah. is ugly you know that it yeah. that was hard right because in order to like make something great you have to go through those hard times sure and that totally. I feel that in this era of like self-love and self-improvement everybody's like well you know it's all about me it's what's good for me well no it takes a no, village it does. you need people absolutely you need girlfriends you need partners yeah. you need your staff you need your clients you need to have good relationships and, and a good relationship with yourself absolutely you know you got to love yourself <laughs> i mean exactly. we forget about that like who's really important here if you don't love yourself then you can't do anything you can't love anyone else you know properly and you can't I mean it's just so simple but it's so complicated yeah you know we still have so much to learn so much so much and we're gonna do it together we're gonna do it together all of us together all of us the BFFs we're gonna be unapologetic about bringing our happiness our well-being quality of life you know that life that you that's so important I want to, like, on my deathbed, when I look back at my life, I want to say I loved big. I designed big. I have no regrets. Lived with passion. Didn't let my insecurities, my fears, because I think we all have them, keep me from being the best version of myself. My perfectionism. Keep me from putting... From do, let's not even go there. From That's doing like a what, whole other hour. All right, doing what we're doing now. Look how yeah. over we overanalyze and we overthink because we want to bring our best foot forward. But I think some of the best moments are show is showing our vulnerability and being authentic. And you being know, authentic. just being yourself. The real talk. Yeah, absolutely. Bringing in the real talk, the real topics. Bringing in those topics that are hard to talk about, um, but that they need to. We had from marriage to raising two men that are in college that are like I can't believe I'm, I have two men 
Alessandro is going to be 22 coming up in August. Max is going to be 21. And also the responsibility as a Latin mom that I have to bring in men that are loving, that listen to women, that treat them as their equal, that really bring something to the table, to our society, to our world, that improves our world. Absolutely. Especially coming from all my daddy issues. But I do have to say they have, they've been a huge factor in understanding men. Bringing up two boys, two men, have helped me understand men. Yeah, I think I'm a lot kinder to men now. That's interesting. I am, absolutely, because I know they ha- men have insecurities like, we, like do. we do. Yeah. You know, men have feelings. They they go through all the same things we do. It just might look a little different because of the way how the way they communicate or yeah. the lack of the communi- lack of oh, the lack of communication <laughs> right. or the lack of expressing versus yeah. us women, you know, we're, yeah. we're very very out there, but emotional, emotional, but um, I wish I had like a, like a switch I can turn off, like turn off the emotion, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that like I'm weepy emotional, but like, you know, I have feelings, right? Like if something goes wrong, or your feelings are like, oh my God, did I upset them? Or, you know, is, did I like mess up and are, you know, do they not like me? Or, you know, you think about the, like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. You know, like. I want to, like, flip the switch sometimes. Like, you know what? I don't care. I just, I'm going to be assertive and, like, stick to the point and, like, you know, not give a shit what anybody thinks. But I do. I mean, we all do. We all care. I mean, what we do is all about caring. We yeah. care so much about creating these lives that yeah. that our clients, it changes our lives. Yeah. What we do... That's part of what we're going to be talking about is the psychology of interior design, how it, yeah. how healing interior design can be, yeah. um, and how we're maneuvering through through all of it. Yeah, how we are learning, continuing to learn and evolve. Yeah, in our relationships, our relationships with each other, yeah. our relationships with our clients, yeah. and I'm excited. Me I'm excited too, about this journey that we've embarked on, and yes. we've wanted to bring this for so long. Um, it's going to be interesting. Can't wait for the next one. Me too. Love you. Love you.